It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hello! Welcome once again back to Hats Off, Gloves Off. Guys and Dolls. Is that a, is that a play? Is that a music? Guys and Dolls? Guys and Gals? No. Anyways... I have a feeling it takes place in the 50s. What's up, folks? Hats off, gloves off, pats on the back, pats on the fanny, finger pointing, finger blasting, yin and yang of podcasts, a kangaroo, contemporary court for the modern era, blah, blah, blah. You get the gist. You get the jizz. I uh, am distracted momentarily, but I'm happy to have you back. I hope you enjoyed the last episode. We're going back to back. We're going to give them to you. Nice and saucy. Um... I was going to give it to Spencer first, but he's been hijacked by our tech team. Oh, I could take it. You got a story for us? Yeah, I got a fucking dunker. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a slam dunk. I mean, I say this because it's fresh, but this might be my favorite thing I've ever done on this show. What is it? I'm hyping it up way too much, but... This better suck. Starts off simple. This is a hats off. Hats off to you, sir. Hats off for everyone involved playing their parts perfectly as if this was a movie. Some Ohio cops were called to do a welfare check on a child at a gas station, first of all, which is... Not out of the normal for Ohio. But that's a bad sign. Like, you beat your kids, you abuse your kids at home, and when you go buy Slurpees, for the three minutes you're in there, you keep your hands to yourself, you don't do anything crazy for your own sake. So just like bystanders called the cops? Yeah. Because of a nice whooping? Yeah, people called the cops. Well, what was no, it, wasn't, it wasn't even a whooping. It wasn't even a whooping. They came in, checked on this lady, Victoria, started talking to her. Okay. And, shoot, I got lost. Oh, yeah. They went to, they interviewed her, and there she was acting like this was uh, her kid, and was like, yeah, yeah, talking to him outside. Bruh. Then the kid runs towards the cops, holding an open Smirnoff ice. <laughs> nice. So he's got the Smirnoff ice, and the cops say to her, did you even know she was in the store? So she's obviously acting goofy as hell. <laughs> And she said, yeah, I knew they were in the store. I just didn't know he grabbed one of my Smirnoffs. I bought this, you know, I bought the Sixer Smirnoffs. The little rascal must have, you know, must have slipped one while I wasn't watching. That's innocent enough. Yeah. Yeah, you know, boys will be boys. And then the cops asked how he even got it open. And he said, I opened it with my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) So a six-year-old knows how to open bottles with my teeth. I've seen people do that my whole life. I've tried it once, and I'm too scared. I'll never try again. Why would I try again? Uh, I don't know. I, I always have a lighter and a pocket knife on me. So yeah. it's like my teeth are like the last thing I'm going to open a fucking beer yeah. with. I know how to open them in a doorway. I can use another beer to open a beer. Yeah, I can. I like the countertop thing, too. But it fucks up the countertop. I know. But some people just don't give a shit. Oh, Yeah. You can see where the marks are. Anyway, uh, so he basically tells uh, the lady, the supposed mom, about the dangers of giving your six-year-old Smirnoff ices <laughs> and pours the Smirnoff ice out. That's so funny how receptive she is. She's like, honestly, I didn't know. Yeah. Like, she's just like, <laughs> so, to just be like, yo, fuck you, pig. My son can do whatever he want. 
And she's just like, she's like, what, kids? Wow, really? Kids can't have Smirnoff ice? Oh, holy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I think she was just, just saying, oh, I know they can't have them. But uh, it, he snuck it. I didn't realize. I told I'm him. Sorry. That's mommy's Capri Sun. So she said, you know, I'm so sorry. This won't happen again. They pour the Smirnoff out, throw it away. Then the cops go back inside, and the owner of the gas station is like, I want that lady permanently banned. She's always <laughs> been a problem. You know, they don't really say why they want he You should see to. when she comes in here with all her kids. They clean me out of house <laughs> and home of my Smirnoff and Mike's Hard Lemonade. They want. They just want her banned. I want to 86 this lady from my gas station. We don't want her anymore. So this is when the cops do what cops should do, which most of our stories are cops doing what they shouldn't do. Everyone, like I said, everyone's playing their correct role. The cops hear this and are like, we gotta go to their house and do a real welfare check now. We have suspicion. We have reason to believe. Yeah. They pull up and the kid is outside riding a scooter around his trailer park with another open (laughs) Smirnoff ice. (laughs) This kid won't stop. I think I smell our next president. Unsupervised, too, the article said. Oh, yeah, okay. A kid's riding around. It doesn't. Do you care if his mom's watching him or some his grandma in a lawn chair at the trailer park? He's That's riding worse. around with a Smirnoff it's ice. It's better to, yeah, just uh, be naive about it and be like, I didn't know. I didn't see it. I'll get it next time. So this kid clearly is familiar with drinking Smirnoff ice. Some lady in front of a trailer with her feet in a kiddie pool just watching some kid cruise around on a <laughs> Razor scooter with a fucking Smirnoff. I imagine he's doing it in the dirt, too. Like, it's not even paved at this trailer park. So this kid opens him with his teeth. He knows his way around a bottle of Smirnoff. The dad comes home from work, says, I don't know anything about any of this stuff. He says, this is my friend. That's not the mom, but she's my friend. I I let her move in a few weeks ago. She's fallen on hard times. Oh, so he's a single dad, and he's trying to get some strange... But the strange is giving Smirnoffs to his child. The strange is strange. Well, that's one way to win your way in as a stepmom. To be like, oh, wow, the kid really loves me. And he's like, wow, I don't know what she does while I'm at work. But to he, the he can't get enough of her. If it wasn't for those tattletales at the gas station, they'd be bonding right now. Imagine you, like, get, you get but hurt at work. she needs a bond. <laughs> you get hurt at work, so you like take a half day, you come home at lunch. You walk in, and your girlfriend's just playing beer pong with your six-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome. Oh, fuck. So, dad's dad's kind of freaking out. I don't know about any of this. This chick just moved in. My friend. Also, she just moved in and you're at work eight hours a day. Yeah. Leaving your kid with them. Shockingly, he gets hauled into jail because he has warrants from Florida. Oh, no. So, this is why everyone even more so played the part is... I kept when I was reading this article, I had to go back a couple times because I had Florida on my mind. I knew it was Florida in my mind, but I went back. I was like, "No, it's outside Cincinnati. It's in you know, yeah. it's, it's not in Florida." And when I got to the end of this article and it had a little Florida stink on it, it comes from Florida. This guy hails from Florida. I was literally, I was just gonna say that it being in Ohio, at least this kid has a chance of becoming interesting. He might be one of those kids where it's like he gets out of his environment and he's like one of those people that's like sober by the time they're sixteen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just become like an actual interesting person with like depth of character. But it's like, I was like, oh, but Ohio or Florida, that's 50-50. You might just stay in that lifestyle forever. You might be just fast forward. He's just 44 years old, still riding a Razor scooter around the same he's, trailer he's park. He's already has Smirnoff wet ices. brain. <laughs> There's no way he's going to make anything of himself. He's pounding Smirnoffs <laughs> at six. Oh, what time of day and was clearly this? clearly has the ability to 
It was 8.30 at night. So he went 5 o'clock somewhere to, you know, to be fair. <laughs> it wasn't daytime. Yeah. So That's the only way I can get into a nap. That's why I treat myself like that. I give myself some Smirnoff ices during the day if I'm trying to take a midday nap. Well, funny you should say that. Uh, obviously, this lady, Crystal, gets hauled into jail. Oh, Dad mi- gets hauled Mrs. into jail. Mrs. Meth? I may have made Crystal up, but I'm pretty sure it was Crystal in the article. <laughs> her her name was I didn't write her Crystal. name down. The kid has to go now stay with his real mom, so who knows what kind of train wreck that is. Oh, if the dad has custody at a trailer park? And as far as the nap goes, his what he told the cops was, Crystal gives these to me all the time. <laughs> they help. She says they help me sleep. They do. They, Crystal's Crystal not wrong. ain't lying. She is, she is correct. So... Crystal he, don't she lie. She just finally got caught at the gas station. But that's as far as keeping your cool, Crystal. I know you're living a reckless lifestyle 20 miles north of Cincinnati, but don't give your kid the Smirnoffs till you get in the car. Yeah. Like, at this point, drinking and driving is a smarter move for this lady than letting a six-year-old drink Smirnoff in a store. Well, it's like a weird thing where it's like when you get an adult to buy booze for you, and they're like, all right, well, meet me around back i'm not just going to hand it to you in front of the place yeah but then now you're taking a gamble you're like i've lost sight of the entrance they could just take off we got to just put our 20 bucks in a faithful man's hands but uh i don't know i hope that kid gets away out because as of right now he's got no chance of doing anything with his life (laughs) dude i can't imagine if i got drunk at six i would just chase that dragon for the rest of my life well, imagine, yeah, and I'm just thinking, parentally, this is the dad who has custody of the kid. Because It he, seems like, like he's reluctantly going to the mom, so. Yeah. But yeah, if you'd be thirsty for life. Remember, like, Kids my, are drinking Gatorade, playing soccer, and you're just drinking My Smyrna. uncle would, like, give me a sniff of his beer, and I'd be like, oh, I ain't, I ain't touching that shit. That smells awful. Like, the way beer smells, especially, like, cheap, light beer. Well, now that I think but about if it was it, like a, if they gave me like a Mike's Hard Lemonade or like a Twisted Tea, dude, I'd be fucking teed up till like the day I died. All the sugar too, so it's a kid's dream. As far as if you're gonna drink, you want a Smirnoff because yeah. you're not gonna give them a, like a nice Scotch or a gin martini <laughs> or anything. What is this? This is a 19 year old Remy Martin. So yeah, you need Mike's Hard Lemonade and Smirnoff Ice and stuff like that. But now that I think about it, I mean, it didn't happen as frequently as this. But my grandma would give me brandy and milk and heat it up so she was boozing me up pretty young that was like a thing it's like you'd rub whiskey on the kids gums when they're teething shut them up but this kid's six well and yeah it's beyond also right. i don't know why i just want your to bring kid this ain't up. teething anymore i've also just the entire time you're telling this story i just want to make note of it i've just pictured this kid on since the scooter i've been visualizing him in a diaper I in know a it's diaper a... and he looks like little joe dirt dewey for malcolm <laughs> oh i was picturing shaved head poor kids always have a shaved head yeah but That's... the mullet makes so much more sense. That would be sweet. Dewey <laughs> with a mullet fucking just chugging a Mike's Hard Lemonade on a scooter. Did they say whether it was a motor scooter or a razor? It's got to be a It uh, just said the word scooter. It's got to be a razor if they're in a trailer a park. And I'm imagining because I was thinking a it razor like rollerblade wheels on dirt. It could have been like a stolen bird scooter, but I don't know if they got birds in Cincinnati. No, and this is outside, good distance outside of Cincinnati, too. Some Who knows? You see a Home Depot shopping cart a long ways from the nearest Home Depot sometimes around L.A. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Those carts do travel. You, yeah, I know. Every now and then, like once a year, I'll just notice it. Like, Smart and Final. Is there a Smart and Final around here? I could, I could use a Smart and Final in this area. You get tricked. I, uh... 
it, it kind of bums me out because the homeless encamp right in my neighborhood is right across from the 99 cent store. And they always have the stolen 99 cent store carts. And in my mind, I'm like, if I was going to do it, I'd go steal from the Ralphs a quarter mile away. Uh, you know, it's just I wouldn't want to yeah. taunt them like that. It's rude. No, I go to the 99 cent store and I'm like, I'm going to spend less money because you got those carts that they got the pole on them. So you can't go out the door. Oh, we got something on the big screen. What do we have going on here? Sorry, we're going to have some a weird so pause. Oh, we got footage of the six-year-old pounding. He's walking in with it. He didn't buy it there. Oh, he showed up with he the mics. He walked in the store with the mics. Or no, Smirnoff. I'm trying Smirnoff. to be a good journalist. because I yeah. Oh, it's oh. the blue one. It's not even the white one. This oh, he's just being a patriot. It's the red, white, and berry. This kid's got a, a, a fucking... That is legit he is walking he has had his he has wet brain for sure he is confidently walking into a store uh yeah, he's you guys basketball shorts google this kid slider sandals and a tank top ohio six-year-old smirnoff ice that's all you need and he's also walking around it. like he just got off the job site he's yeah he's confident he it's like <laughs> it's as if he has children of himself that he's not taking uh, care of dodge neon dodge so neon mature. we should have guessed the car they pulled up in Oh, brutal. Brutal. Oh, my so, God. Hats off for just being everyone being so on par with the trailer park, <laughs> the cops doing their jobs, having Florida being involved. Everyone, uh, yeah, it all fit into play. It all just fit in like a beautiful, trashy puzzle. And I legitimately feel bad for everyone involved in that family. And I'm sorry to whatever happened to you guys. <laughs> sorry for whatever happened to your grandpa. And now the ripples are still affecting your family throughout the generations. In a big way. Yeah, sorry, your great-great-grandpa, the one who moved you guys from, you know, wh- whatever it was. Like, we, they lived in Baltimore since the Mayflower. Then one des- guy decided to go out west when Cincinnati was out west. And he molested his daughter. And now your great-great-grandson. <laughs> Finally, I'm out of Baltimore. I can do some molesting of my kids and breathe <laughs> around here. My family won't come here for nine more years. Oh, fuck. Well, speaking of absolute trash states, Florida, back at it again. Hey, hey. A man at a, at a grocery store in Florida, allegedly, he walked up to a woman with a young girl, and he, he offered her $100,000 to purchase the young girl. <laughs> at a grocery store? At a grocery store. Here's the guy. Yeah, so I, saw, I just, saw this guy. Then you're just, like, picking out oranges with your daughter. You're just, like, at the store, like, having fun. Like, oh, you go get apples, and I'll make sure, you know, make sure you get a bag, all this. And then all of a sudden, some guy's like, hey, it's a cute kid you got there. And he's like, ah, thanks. Yeah, no, she's, you know, grow, they grow up fast. And he's like, how much you want? <laughs> You're like, excuse me? He's like, how much you want for the kid? And the guy's like, what? And he's like, I got $100,000. That's, that's, that's unreal, because, yeah, you wouldn't be in that headspace at all. You'd be so taken aback. You know how a lot of people will just, if you... Uh, get them on their heels a little bit they'll just agree be- yeah. to get out of the conversation quickly or you know just to not make it awkward like what if she was just like yeah yeah you could have it and then just runs out like no I didn't mean yeah. it I was uh, have, you seen, have you watched the rehearsal like, yet? yes I watched that yeah. Dude, when, like when they're interviewing like the nanny and the she's like oh and what's that giant countdown timer on the wall for he's like oh we have to swap out the kids and she's like oh okay but you could see on her face she's like this is fucking crazy but just being like backed into that psychological corner she was like oh okay no no that's totally oh yeah that yeah. now that makes sense and knowing you're being filmed so you don't want to freak out on camera either <laughs> and be put on hbo what i'm curious about this guy is if i was the, the i feel like being trying to think of like the parent like 
would I be insulted because they looked at me and thought I was trashy enough to sell my kid for a hundred grand? <laughs> you just take it personal, or do I just have? Is my kid really good looking? Or like, <laughs> I wonder if yeah, was a guy go oh, just thought fuck. like this kid would go with me, or I just got to shoot my shot? That is fucking. That is an I, incredible point. I've been shopping here up psychologically. for thirty years, and I see this girl. She's hot as hell. When you start thinking, you're like, well, the kid's got my jeans. Did anyone ever offer to buy her me when I was wearing a bikini at the grocery store? Sorry. My daughter's already... You can't buy her. My daughter's daughter's married to a six-year-old who drinks Smirnoff ice. (laughs) You already asked for her hand. They're getting wet (laughs) in the fall. He's pretty bad. Yeah, that looks like the mom. So she she obviously called the the fucking... She called the police, right? Cops show up. Cops look into it. They find the guy. Turns out... Probably thought she was trash because of her tattoos. Turns out this guy in 2018 went up to a lady at a Walmart and offered $200,000 for her, their kid, for their daughter. This is why the guy's an idiot. If it didn't work at a Walmart, which is an objectively trashier store than yes. the grocery store, and he doubled the money, what do you think it's going to work You're in a nicer in store with half the money? Well, Also, my fear is that these are the only two incidents reported because this is obviously the police were called. So this has happened probably all the time. This guy's probably got a pattern of this behavior. Yeah, check all the dollar Some generals. Some people might have said all yes. All the dollar generals in the area and see we've, if he's we've making a $50,000 off. Yeah, right. <laughs> we've covered a few stories where people are like, oh, no, like they, this lady sold her kid. She traded it for a Dodge Neon. Or you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, there are people. He asked the wrong person because it's like I'm uh, – there are people, probably someone in that grocery store who might have said yes. I mean, depending on how busy it was. <laughs> but also, I'll, in terms of your, your psychological angle, does that have to grip you as well? Where it's like, you report this guy, the cops find him, you're like, oh, thank God. Like, actually, he tried to do the same thing two years ago at a Walmart. And you're like, well, thank God we stopped him. He's like, yeah, they went up to a woman and offered her $200,000. Yeah. <laughs> you're You'd like, oh, devastated. so my kid's not so hot now, huh? My kid's not that sexy after all. <laughs> Oh, bummer. I thought I had a hot kid for about two weeks till the investigation concluded. Yeah, plenty of people would take him off on that offer. Now that I think about it... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh. This just in. Bum, bada, bum, bum, bum. Police say when they questioned Kolb about offering to buy Benning's daughter, what Kolb laughed. Name? Kolb? K-O-L-B. They said Kolb laughed and said, well, we all like kids. <laughs> <laughs> Right, guys? We all <laughs> like them, right? Who hasn't offered? Also, by the way, just judging off the picture, this guy doesn't have $100,000. Yeah, so that's that's what's... Because yeah. people who pay... Because also, I don't know if you guys follow YouTube uh, Illuminati documentaries. I've seen some. But the elites, they pay like ten grand for children. If you have a hundred grand, you're not go- just picking them up at the grocery store. You're not trying to steal them from gas stations. Well, if you don't know the market... Unless they're a little like, tipsy like already. Unless they got a couple out, drinks in them. When you find out what... Like hitmen really get paid to kill someone yeah. versus what you would imagine it would get paid. Like, yeah, you don't want fifty grand for my wife. You like, you're a construction it. worker and you do like hits on the side. Is the kind of money they get? But he definitely just asked the wrong person because when I have... go to Smart and Final, I feel like the only thing stopping all those moms from selling their kids is Catholicism. Like, if it wasn't <laughs> for that, all the Smart and Final kids would be sold. Are you saying because they're Catholics, they take them to church and let them get them molested there? Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you if you got two hundred thousand dollars to spend on a kid, tithing, you're not going to the grocery store. There's an elite network. You just or you just don't know the right person. 
Or he could have just gotten the offer and then inspected her and be like, well, she's kind of she's got skinned up knees and she's got a weird nose. So how about 60? Well, they usually prey on like uh, Smirnoff type kids because they're like, you know, neglected and they can like they buy them stuff and this and that. You know what I mean? That's how they end up grooming. But for this guy, like maybe he's just new in town. Maybe that's the case. Maybe he's. But you yeah, got to throw out feelers first. But right? he did it already and got arrested for it, right? Yes. He allegedly went up to a woman at 2018 Walmart and offered $200,000 to buy her. So what happened in in those four years in between? A lot of offers. I'm imagining some sweet negotiations. It's like me down in the fashion district. Just like, you said $9.90 a yard. He's like, no, this is premium kid ass. (laughs) You're not paying a buck under $80 a pound. Do you think they sell it like sushi? They just got the yellow fin market where they just fucking, they like pinch their cheeks and it's just like, ah, can't go with needles. I can't go a penny over 85,000. I'm sure at some point it's been done. Oh man. But that disgusting story comes out of Florida. What do you got? Busted. I've got a gloves off to, I guess we were just talking about being Catholic. This organization called Catholic Charities. They're obviously uh, they're a nas- they're national. They uh, are in tight with the Catholic Church. They need to chill the uh, fuck out. <laughs> Why? What's going on? All right, everyone's fi- we all know everyone's fired up about mass shootings right now. It's a hot topic. Yeah, that mixed with the heat we're experiencing this summer right right now, it makes people do crazy things. It ain't a summer of love, I'll tell you that. I much. imagine Nebraska's pretty hot. I don't know for sure because I don't look at weather in Nebraska, but I imagine it's cooking in Nebraska. Oh, probably. At least when this happened, which happened a little, a little bit ago. But this guy was hired by Catholic Charities, so this guy just got a got a call based on his LinkedIn account. And they wanted him to do an active shooter drill at this Catholic church in Nebraska. Okay. So then... And it all went just according to plan? He goes through with it, and the cops arrest him for five counts of making terrorist threats. (laughs) (laughs) Is this like the fireman that starts fires? Like he goes around and threatens school, so they'll hire a security guy, and he happens to be the security guy? Kind of. So yeah, I gave you the beginning and the end. And how we got there, man, it's, uh, so this charity, the higher-ups at the church did, wanted it to be as realistic as possible, so they didn't tell anyone who worked at the church or who Jesus was part of the Christ. church at all. So this is Catholic Charities, a national organization. The guy took the job pretty seriously. He got a bunch of actors, covered them in blood, oh my God. put them in the hallway as dead people, and then actually everyone was gathered... Every person who worked in the church, except for the like the higher ups at the church, were in one conference room, and he shot out the windows of the conference room with a real gun. I they never really specified if the real gun, but I don't see how else you shoot. Yeah, out how else you gonna shoot? He's, he didn't rig it beforehand, so I think he probably just shot where he knew it wouldn't hurt anyone. Jesus Christ! They went for it so hard. One lady said that she like ran up onto a wall and jumped into a dumpster. <laughs> the cops were treating it as an active, you know, an active threat. They got calls, 911 calls, someone is shooting, someone is shooting. This guy didn't clear it, get permits or And this is um one of the only I mean as if you ever watch we we uh Oh no, I'll get to that later. So, the only real statement they made was I don't see... Hold on, hold on. 
Oh, we hired the guy based on upon recommendations from respected sources, and he clearly misrepresented himself <laughs> and his qualifications. I don't think he did at all. I think he did exactly what you asked him to do. You guys weren't ready for the realness. You didn't want anyone to know about it except you guys. That was on you. Yes. No cops would have gotten called if you got a warning. And his LinkedIn said he's a police officer for the air, for an Air Force base, and he owns a security for, firm. I don't know if that's true or false. That is fine. So this is a case of just like a real like a gritty like dude who deals with the military. And then he's going into this like civilian space, and he's like, this is the realities of war. And they're just like, listen, dude, we just wanted like a, a step above a fire drill here. We just want to know, like, here's our escape plan. You know, let's do a head count type stuff. And yeah. He's like, no, I want to so, see bodies in this street. Something got mixed in. And I guess part of why he, mis- why he didn't represent himself properly is, well, I guess you wouldn't put this on your LinkedIn account. But turns out the guy, he was arrested and charged with five counts of terrorist threats. Which is kind of was in his contract to make terrorist threats, right? Oh, it's just for this incident. I thought they like found him on like no. this guy turned out to be a phony, and he was actually no five counts. I don't know. They didn't say if he was actually an Air Force cop or not or anything. But one thing they made very clear is he has three felonies for fucking children. Oh, so that's probably why the Catholic Church was super mad because. Uh, what are you doing here today? Is this some kind of setup or something? What do you I mean, mean? I'm just on my way to the beach. <laughs> I'm just on my way to set up an active shooter drill. So maybe that was a while ago. He put it behind him. Now he's doing active shooter drills. But, yeah, he got hit with uh, some real deal kid felony charges. Jesus Christ. But, again, you wouldn't put that on your LinkedIn profile. So yeah, I don't – I just – with all that aside, I feel like he but did. But this is the exactly kind of guy that you get to vet. Him, exactly what they asked him to do, and the Catholic Church is associated with pedophiles, so that probably just rubbed him the wrong way. Pun intended. If anyone's <laughs> raping kids around here, it's going to be me. The fucking. But you you're, you hire a security guy to vet potential hires. Who do you get to vet the security guy? You know what I mean? They just left unchecked out there, butt fucking all your kids. <laughs> Be leery, security guards are after your children. All of them. Do not trust any authority figures. They're all trying to rape your kids. <laughs> They're all trying to butt fuck your kids. You think this guy just wants to talk about apples? Nope. He's got $100,000 in a briefcase. Oh, you think this guy just wants to train you for active shooter drills? Try again. He's going to shatter that glass verbally. <laughs> He's going to break the glass ceiling of people who can't fuck kids. <laughs> Dude, imagine oh, fuck. working for that church. How could you ever, con- how could you worship there? How could you go back there? M- the people above me who are holier than me in this organization just decided it would be fun or necessary. To not yeah. warn me there's an active shooter drill. To your point earlier, he mu- they must... I've thought it was going to be less extreme than that. Well, it's also, it's not like an earthquake drill like we had in California. Where it's like, all right, everybody go out on like the football field or the track. You know what I mean? Then we do a head count and then we like, wait for five minutes and everybody walks back to class. Just so we know like the escape route or whatever. Yeah, I don't think they knew the escape route. And then, but even the idea of an earthquake, you're like, that's a potentiality. You know what I mean? Like, but now an active shooter is probably more common than a fucking earthquake that's like, that, you know, a. a it's not a negligible-sized earthquake like we get all the time. It's like, oh, fuck. I've n- I, w- I grew up in Southern California. I, I was, don't think I was ever at school for an earthquake. 
No, I was But we did an earthquake drill. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense to do an earthquake drill. But, yeah, for, like, insurance reasons or something. But if you're, like, an active shooter guy, like, that is, you can't scar people like that. That is half, that, you literally wouldn't be able to go back to work just, like, trauma. You would get triggered. Well, and now the church is associated with that, so where that might... That would normally probably be a respite for you when you are traumatized. Like, I'm going to go to church. Well, at least this place is safe. Uh, hey, I hear we had... Oh, you know what? It's, it's a church. Nobody ever wants to shoot up a church. But also, I heard we just hired this new security guy. So that'd be cool. It's a little extra security around here. And then you go in for, like, a, a Bible reading session. You come out into the halls, and there's just bodies everywhere. And you're like, I didn't even hear any shots. Well, except yeah. for that one except into the goddamn... shot out the window. <laughs> oh, fuck. But also, uh, what's funny is because you picture it like a movie, you know what I mean? But in real life, it's usually like, I always think of the show Scare Tactics, because that's how people really react. You know what I mean? Like, it's not shot well. It's not like gripping. People don't say smart things. Just picture like CCTV footage of it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And you're just like, oh, this, that's got to be fucking insane. You, you got prank showed. That's all that happened. Never mind. Think of a glass half full. You just got prank showed. Yeah, that's what he said to those kids, too. It's just a prank show, kids. Come on. <laughs> um, all right, I got one more story. Um, so this is a fun one. So J.K. Rowling, you know her. You love her, folks. Wrote the Harry Potter books. Harry, yo, what up, Harry? Which is, she's in a weird one because they still keep making Harry Potter movies. Like, the Harry Potter world wrapped up, and then she's like, actually, there's prequels. And then they started making those with fucking, what's his name? Johnny Depp? Uh, Yeah, yeah, the Johnny Depp ones with the the guy who played Stephen Hawking. But they they hate her, which is hilarious, because, so, the headline is... (laughs) Well, that was really satisfying, seeing all the people, like, all the photos of people removing their Harry Potter tattoos when... She got in trouble for saying the stuff about trans people. Oh, yeah. Well, they said she has transphobic views, but, like, if... Like, they were, like... What? She said... She posted several controversial tweets, including one opinion piece that mocked the term. Like, she was replying to a tweet that contained the words people who menstruate. And she, her tweet was like, oh, I wish there was a name for that. You know what I mean? It's like... Because she's a... They call her a TERF, a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Well, and I think it all got which started is literally because her, her she, just, was, she was just defending a professor... Yeah, a researcher. A researcher. Okay, I thought it was a professor. She, yeah, she was. Anyway, well, she a was, researcher. She probably was like a chick who works at a at a school. Yeah, I think she got canned from the university she works at, uh, Crumpet University. I think. <laughs> uh, so yeah, when I, and I don't. Whatever. I don't. I don't. It's whatever. I don't believe. I do whatever the fuck you want. That's the whole thing. Do whatever the fuck you want. Just don't hurt me physically, monetarily. Don't fucking... Or emotionally. Don't bang kids. Don't give kids Smirnoff Ices unless it's fucking summer. You know? It's hot out. Nothing cools you like a fucking... You think a Capri Sun Ocean Blast is going to cool you off better than a Mike's Hard Red, White, and Berry? How about a little... uh, (laughs) You like Kool-Aid? How about Kool-Aid with malt liquor? Because that's that's what Smirnoff is. Just malt liquor and Kool-Aid. Oh, you like Kool-Aid? Try this Michelada. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this doesn't taste anything like Kool-Aid. Yeah, it's pretty good, though, right? You're like, I guess. So, really, like, TERFs is, like, it's a weird thing, because it's, like, from my point of view, and granted, oh, I'm just a fucking man, I don't know shit, it's, like, they're just, like, they're like we get it, you have an identity thing, you feel like a woman, this and that, but that, 
you don't just like you don't live 50 years as a man and then say you're a woman and you're a woman like I'm a woman I've lived you know what I mean like I've w- lived a woman's life you can't just be like oh I'm a woman now like it's not just a thing you can say you know what I mean yeah you didn't walk the mile in the shoes if you will yeah th- which is like it's a reasonable argument I think people are overreacting now I'm gonna get fucking cancelled just for being like hey don't murder her for that but this headline reads J.K. Rowling's new book about a transphobe who faces wrath online raises eyebrows. <laughs> so apparently now she's got a book. It's number five in the series. Um, the Cormoran Strike. The Ink Black Heart is the sixth installment of <laughs> Rowling's thriller series, The Cormoran Strike, which she penned under the pseudonym Robert Galbraith, which also I hate pseudonyms. Isn't the whole point? Is it supposed to look like somebody else wrote it? Like, everybody knows all of Stephen King's pen names. But you do think they did back then? But right now, it's like she's still writing these books, and they know it's her. But it's Robert Galbraith. Well, maybe she just was like, hey, it's a series of eight books. I gotta finish it. I don't know. It's just that that Family Guy skit of Stephen King. Like, he's just, like, fucking around at his desk, and the boss calls. The publisher was like, hey, how's that new book coming? He's like, oh, it's good. It's good. He's like, all right, what is it about? And he's like, it's about a, he just like looks around the room. It's a haunted bookcase. But she's literally just drawing like, it's the sixth book in a series. She's obviously, it's the sixth book. We haven't heard of this fucking. No one's heard of the series. Because she came out with that other book after Harry Potter, Casual Vacancy. Everyone was talking about that book. That was. Was it good? I didn't read it, but everyone was talking about it. And uh, it was getting hype. These books are only get. I've heard nothing of any of these But now books. she's literally just looking around the room. She like looks at her computer and Twitter's still open. And she's like, this one's about a uh, lady who uh, people were mean to her on Twitter. Because, uh, frankly, she had some good opinions. But other people, you know, <laughs> they didn't want to face the truth. So, uh, but it's also the chick in this book, I guess, dies. She gets, like, st- she gets doxxed. Like, they send a picture of her house. And, like, some Twitter weirdo tracks her down and then ends up killing her. Well, she claims, too, that she wrote it before any of that stuff happened. I'd say that, too. Wouldn't you? Yeah. She'd been doing this shit since, uh, what? I don't know. They don't, they don't put dates, timestamps on the tweets. But, uh, 2019. So, this is the sixth book in the series, right? That's Running that out of some she, ideas. If she's still doing it, right? That means it takes three years to write a book and get it published. On her schedule. That's her method, her process, right? At least from 2019 to 2022, it's still not out yet. So it's the sixth book, so now six times three. We're looking at 20 years. She was still writing Harry Potter at that pace. I'm just saying, it doesn't make a lot of sense. No. Timeline-wise, for her to take this long to get a book from a, a book concept to written. print. Yeah. Yeah. She's got to be writing foot books at a faster pace because she was still writing Harry Potter's till what, like 2006? The math don't add up. I'm calling you out, you fucking British bigot. Go back to tea and crumpet university <laughs> or whatever Spencer said. Yeah, go to crumpet you. <laughs> you have a cheery old time. Oh, out you went there. to C- where'd you go? See you. Oh, Cambridge. <laughs> uh, actually, it's a lesser known satellite school. More delicious, but <laughs> it's yeah. School of crumpet. Yeah. All right. Well. It is overwhelming the amount of books that Stephen King has. Like, if you ever read a Stephen King book, I got one at a used bookstore, and this was published in like 1984, and it was still like the first three pages where the, you know, like these are other books available by Stephen King. And 
but that's it's his like process. you're writing eight book series and stuff i didn't you're writing trilogies you're but that's his process though you know what i mean like that's how long it takes him like because for the most part like like good authors there's like i'm gonna sit down and write a book it will hit the market in two and a half years you know what i mean yeah that's how long my process takes like i write it in about eight months to a year and then the you know the post process and blah 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 and then getting it printed and then also, everybody's a New York Times bestseller. What's up with that? This is a bit tangential, but every book of all time has always been a New York Times bestseller. How big is this list? Are they all number one? I haven't looked into it. It's a big list. I think it's like 100 books or something. It's oh, okay. a big list. Who's still... Might be 50, but I remember... It's, it's got to like, be one of those things where you sell like 85. That's why... I mean, it, but it pops when you see number one New York Times bestseller on a, on a, at a bookstore. Whew. Is it like Oprah's Book Club? I feel like Oprah's Book Club's got more traction. When it's the, got that Oprah sticker one, on it? Yeah. Yeah, what about that, like, gold reading award? Sometimes they have Pulitzers on there. So. I think the gold reading award is just for children's books. Yeah. A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> I'm, that's, that makes sense, because I'm just thinking of Wrinkle in Time. That's, like, my only time, you know, the only thing I can... <laughs> I, I gotta be honest, I don't know how to read, but I just watched The Page Master, so... <laughs> I'm pretty into these books right now. <laughs> Dude, speaking of reading, I just got back from the library, and the... I kind of forget that just... Well, I never forget when I go in the library that homeless people hang out there. And the book I got, I clearly was checked out by a homeless person before me. It's like every third page just has like weird black shit smeared down it. And then there's like 20 pages straight of uh, like coffee stains. Then there's a section of what seems to be dried blood. <laughs> Hopefully it's the right type of blood. Yeah. Oh. That's despicable. Um, I'm out of stories. All right, well, I got one more gloves off. Oh, here we it's go. It's not really a story. But... And the gloves. Ripped from the real pages. That didn't make sense. Real life stuff, oh, not yeah. news stories from Florida and Ohio. That's what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> but I would uh, say gloves off to wanting me... Uh, me specifically, and all of you too, because you've most likely been in this situation, want to come to parties for one-year-olds, two-year-olds. I know a guy at a grocery store in Florida that would love yeah, to. Yeah, who'd love to get invited. I'm getting all these invites. I don't even want to go. And the Florida guy, but... Babe, are we ready, are we ready for our daughter's birthday party? It's like, yeah, I grabbed the ice. I grabbed the cake. Oh, did you pick up my dress from the fucking dry cleaner? Yes. Oh, fuck. We're all out of smearing off. We can't have a kid's party. <laughs> but I feel one thing I in that same in the same spirit. Baby showers are co-ed a lot of the time now. So I've been invited to a bunch of baby showers, and my response is always like, I don't want to go. That's for girls. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. That's also what that kid on the scooter would say. <laughs> Yeah, that's for girls. I'm not interested. And then I always will throw it. And then they'll be like, it's a, it's, you know, it's a co-ed. It's a co-ed. Boys are allowed. And I try to, then I'll be like, oh, I want, I do not want anything. I don't want to go to a place where they're playing a game where they eat Snickers bars out of diapers and pretend it's poop. Yeah. Uh, that's insane. I just, I don't want to know that part. That's what I was. And I gave in one time and I went to one. And it was lame as shit. I've never I've said no to all the rest if they're co-ed. But the one year old and two year old birthdays are crazy, man. I was uh you remind me of uh like when I found out what bachelorette parties are. 
Like I'd never experienced those. Then you go like go to Vegas and you see a bachelor party. It's like, like they're just on a tear. I thought it was just like cool because I've been on bachelor parties and they're still pretty tame unless you're with like a group of absolute scumbags. But you're an adult; you can do whatever you want, you know. But then like bachelorette parties, I didn't realize like oh yeah, everything's made of penises. They're just they're just sucking people off left and right. Like they just bang the strippers. Well, a mutual friend of ours—I won't say any names—friend of the friend of the pod, possibly. You know, he's got to love us. But uh, he said he told me he found a picture of uh, his aunt at a bachelor party with a dick in her mouth, just That's like what an I'm old saying. Polaroid. And this it's was like crazy. She probably took that in like eighty-eight or something. <laughs> I didn't. I just didn't know. I thought it was like, oh, they all just go away. And I don't know. They like I pictured like chicks like they go to like the spa together. And they all got to like the club and go dancing or whatever. But it's like, no, they're just like in a hotel room, all just getting dick slapped in their face. Well, also they have like the dick hats about, and dick lollipops and d- fucking dick laurels and sashes. The thing about uh, I feel like to, for a bachelor party to not go off the rails, it's like of all your group of friends, the ones who would probably keep it tame are the ones who aren't going to the bachelor party because they have kids or they have a job they can't yeah. miss or something. So. All the maniacs are free to go on the bachelor party. You got to have the one friend who's just like, I don't think so. This one's this, because yeah, it's a. Uh, that's like uh yeah they ripped even the at world. bachelor parties. It's like I don't know. Like there's just one guy. It's like, oh finally I don't have to deal with my fucking bitch fiance and blah blah blah. And like they have like real life drama they're bringing into it and they're clearly escaping it. And you're like, I don't know, man. I'm pretty chill. I'm just here to support my friend. Like, my friend's getting married, so I can't, like, I'll probably have, like, ten beers tonight, which is a lot of beers. Yeah, I'm going to get fucked up. Don't you worry. But, it's like, but I'm also just still going to be an adult with a life. I don't want to just, like, you know, be, the, like, you see him in Vegas, dude, where it's just, like, it's, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. It's 100 degrees, and the guy's, like, in his, like, suit with, like, the blazer, like, sleeves are rolled up, and his, like, tie's all loose. And he's, like, what the fuck did I do? Just, like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, don't ruin your life. Like, it's just have a good weekend. But yeah, I didn't know it got that crazy. But like Vegas in general does cuz my first time I went to Vegas at like 20 so I was just observing the people and like my yeah. biggest observation was that uh every single person is on maniac mode. It would be like <laughs> just like a 21-year-old couple who you expected to be maniacs, then like a dad who was 40, and then you would just see like an 85-year-old lady like crashing her cart and like one old, the super old lady, there was some like fake Christmas display and they, she just like picked up the fake snow, which is really like some sort of gel and just threw it at her daughter. <laughs> you know, like everyone is going. And I, yeah, I, that was. Because well, it's also, you picture Vegas and it's all like young people and like they're, they're in like their good outfits because they're going to hit the club and then gamble a little and do this and that because they all just left the pool party and blah, blah, blah. But it's also just like dudes, like 50 year old dudes in Tommy Bahama shirts. And like boat shoes, just like can't walk straight. Yeah, just like bumping into shit, and everybody's got those 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 yard margaritas. Yeah, seeing the electric cart with one of the yard yard yardaritas is pretty pretty special. But also baby showers. I'm with you on like the. I don't like the theme. I don't like the games because all this like it's like they go. Oh, you go. Oh, it's for girls, and they go. No, no, men are allowed. I'm like, yeah, but all the stuff you're doing none of us care about and it becomes that trope of like this is why husbands ends up hating you because you drag them to this and now all four dudes are just standing near like the barbecue just as like a respite from the nonsense nature of everything that's going around like i don't give a fuck have the kid i'll go to work i'll support the fucking thing i love my kid or whatever but it's like i don't care about like pin the baby name on the fucking fat bitch or whatever games they play Mm -mm. 
Yeah. And it, yeah, it's just, I always want to know, like, the person who invited me to this party, why do they want me there? Do they actually want me there? Because this is how where Maybe I am I think with you're stuff, a too, where I'm like, are you just inviting me because you feel like you have to invite me? And I won't be offended if you say yes, because that means I don't have to go to the party. <laughs> yeah. Or do you actually want me there? I would love to skip this. That's why, like, I don't know, we talked about it before, but, like, somebody is like, hey, you didn't reply to the wedding invite. I was like, oh, shit, sorry, I went to my spam folder. No, I'm not going to be able to make it. I'll reply in the email. But I was like, um, but I'd still love to send you a gift. He's like, oh, we're just accepting cash. And I was like, oh, cool, then I'm just not getting you anything. <laughs> just, cool, I tried, I was like, I might get you a, I don't know, I'm willing to spend 100 bucks on you, right? I'd get you, like, a ninja, like one of those Instant <laughs> Pots or something for your new house or something. I don't know. Here's the gift receipt. Take a Bed Bath and Beyond. Get towels instead. I don't give a shit. But you're like, oh, I just want money. It's like, well, you just went from hundred dollars to nothing. <laughs> yeah, you got to find something you like because that is the struggle when you get married later in life. You're like, I'm covered on air fryers, ninja blenders, and everything. You know, in microwaves. Yeah. So you just you want to go to China for for your honeymoon for vacation for your honeymoon. Yeah. We got Paris all to ourselves. It's like, oh, you guys went to Paris? How long is the flight? It's like twenty six hours. You're like, it takes twenty six hours to fly to France. Like, no, we went to Paris, China. It's just a, everything's covered in a light layer of dust, but it's kind of cool. Just a butler follows you around. They got an Eiffel Tower all to yourself. It doesn't light up at night. Actually, the entire city has no electricity, but it is an Eiffel Tower. <laughs> it's a ghost town. It's a spooky Paris. <laughs> but what really just got me started on this was I attended a one-year-old's birthday today that was in a park in Altadena. So it was like 107 degrees. Oh, Jesus. In a Christ. park in Altadena for a one year old. And then I'm at the party. This kid, this one year old's crying like the whole time, not even happy to see me or anything. Yeah, Didn't so even who give gives a, a shit, shit if I was there. Yeah. Wait, because did... he was hot as balls. Yeah, I would be too. Although I did do a. a he's probably just pissed he's in Altadena. I did a smart move that I was proud of myself for thinking of where. Uh, I just volunteered to come early to help set it up. So when I left in, like four hours earlier than everyone else, I was like, oh, the guy came before anyone to do ladder work and go yeah. get ice and stuff That's like that. That's a solid move. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm going to be useful. But as soon as you guys start eating shit out of diapers, I'm going to throw my ladder back on the roof and dip. Other than the insane heat, it was cool because it was just like, yeah, set up the party, eat the, ca- eat the food. And then I was like, yeah, I got to go. That's a sweet move. Um, always, always thinking about that kind of stuff. I'm learning. I don't like uh, social interactions too much. I'm when I'm social, I'm social. I like it. I enjoy. I'm very it. antisocial. But I need, I need, yeah. I, my recharge is a lot longer. So when I'm like most people, they they need that every day. I can, if I didn't talk to somebody for like three weeks, I'd be fine. Yeah, I need it when I need it. Kind of. Yeah. I, I found that over COVID. Like I'm like three months in, I eventually was like, I have to go outside soon. Because I was just like in my apartment. I was like, all right, I go fishing, but I'm home by like 9 a.m. And then I'm just in here all day. It's fucking brutal. But at, that back then, I was like, we were like, I was like, right, we can get arrested for going outside soon. And I was like, and, but the back of my head, I'm like, that'd be kind of sweet. Well, there was a period where I, when I would be driving on these city streets, there was an edge where I was worried about getting in trouble for it because there was like, there, well, that was also not just COVID. That was the. There was also a curfew. There was a curfew at one point. There was everybody go home at 10 p.m. And I was just driving around my neighbor and it was empty. I was like, oh, fuck, I might actually get in trouble because I'm the only one out Yeah, it was sketchy. It was a weird (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's all I've got. 
We're done. We're done, folks. Don't invite me to your party until your kid's five. How about that? Yeah, or if it, unless it's a cool party. But yeah. yeah, if the party's super sick, maybe still. Yeah, invite. also no, that's a good point. Five o'clock is a good cutoff because no five uh, five years old. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Five is a good cutoff because you said five o'clock. So oh, I sorry. Confused. Five years old is a good cutoff because that's the age where they're going to actually like appreciate your gifts. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'll give something to my nephew, and he's fucking two. And he's he's so stupid. He doesn't know where it came from. But he's like, I like my little bubble popper thing. You know what I mean? But, like, at five years old, it's like, also, the gifts mean more to you. We're like, oh, I got him a Dodger hat. You know what I mean? Like, I remember my Dodger hat when I was five. Like, that's a, like a, you know what I mean? Things to pass on, and it means something to both parties. But as a baby, it's like, when he was one, I'm like, what the fuck do I get a one-year-old? Yeah, goo-goo guy. Smirnoff ice. Get out of here. That's why I would. <laughs> at least a half a one. <laughs> Right. Run off mini. Oh, uh, yeah, they make them with the nipples on top now in Ohio. Um, this has been Hats Off, Gloves Off. Bonus app. Hope you enjoyed it. Felt more fun than the last one. I had a good time. Maybe we're just loose as a goose. Who knows? But I hope you guys enjoyed it. Sorry for the break. Gave you a little bonus. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't hate us. Don't uh, don't dox us and then come JK Rowling us. Oh, we do not want to get Rowling. <laughs> Hell no. Uh Although my book about wizards was much, much less uh, successful. We are very similar in many ways, both natural redheads downstairs. <laughs> um, but at HogoPod on Instagram, I'm at Mitchell Phillip. That's at Robot Spencer. Follow the production team at Beam Jeremy. But most importantly, Instagram, at HogoPod. All comments on episodes, corrections for stories, suggestions for stories, just opinions, good old-fashioned hate mail, anything. Drop us a line. And also, still standing, only two people have ever taken me up on it. Prove that you recommended this podcast to somebody. You refer a friend. I will just Venmo you a dollar. It's a free dollar. Send me a screenshot of somebody. Be like, hey, I got this guy to listen. He sent me this screenshot. That's a dollar in your pocket. You know what? I'll jump it to two. So you each get a dollar. The new customer, the new customer, and the referee. Right? Well, big is be it, a referee. Is it referee? Because it's referral. The referee. Referee. So that makes more sense. The referee is spelled, probably spelled the same. Anyway, at Hogopod. I love you. The referrer. Bye.